Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, we're going to have a conversation with Erasmus about a step forward in primary education. So greetings, Erasmus. Greetings to you. The first question I'd like to ask of you is about the children in primary education. Now, do you think the way that the primary education system works at the moment is correct? Well, it, in a sense, it is correct for what your world expects. But from my world, seeing how children are taught, the very young, at this time within your earth, I would say from our view, it is most incorrect. The evidence which has shown in more recent times, is evident that children are under great stress, which is causing a lot of mental imbalance, a mental illness. Also, people, teachers, are finding it more difficult to manage children. And also there is, I would suggest, an increase in bullying and other activities which are both unwholesome and most incorrect. Are we saying then, Erasmus, that even the children themselves are not enjoying their education? I believe not in general. Of course, sometimes, of course, like all children wish to learn because they have an inquiring mind, which is quite correct, as it should be. They have their interests fulfilled at times, with what they are given. But my main criticism is that the whole structure of education for the primary school age is aimed at academic prowess and achievements. And that is wrong for that age group. It should focus more on the development of children, both in the way of the earth and spiritually. We believe in spirit. Children at that age group should be taught how to develop themselves spiritually, how to come to understand themselves and other people, how to learn very simple, basic values of life, 
to then develop in the right way so that the young child can develop and mature into a well-balanced young person so that perhaps at the age of 12, when they would be ready to join further education, high, high school, yes, secondary education, yes. they will be more able, better balanced, and ready to start looking at learning academic subjects as they might then wish to. And also, may I suggest that at that age, if they were taught in the right way, they would be ready more in understanding themselves, be able to choose more of what interests them for a future career. So that at that time, they do not waste their energies or their time on subjects that are at this age within your educational system are forced upon them to learn when it may not be of any benefit to furthering their career or the work they will do. So they must be given a chance to choose by then. What would you suggest a good curriculum would be for a child in primary school? Well, very simply, to teach them about the natural law, to teach them about nature, which all children identify with and usually take great pleasure in exploring nature. And also basic interests in perhaps growing things, taking an interest in wildlife, and using that interest, which children usually find of great joy to study, you can slowly introduce aspects of teaching words and writing and mathematics as an incidental to the main focus of attention. That is one possibility that should be encouraged. Further to this, they should be led to understand themselves by understanding the spiritual structure of man as well as his physical structure. This would take a long time to explain all this, but would teach children about the flaws within man. Not in spirit, they do not exist, only within the earth and only within mankind. And 
this would give them a better understanding of themselves and other people. And there are other spiritual aspects to all this as well, which are important and which will enable, if children are taught in the right way, to enable them precisely and accurately assess whether somebody is telling the truth or not. And that is so valuable, so essential for your world. It is crucial to the future of your world that that is taught in the right way and understood. And imagine a world in the future where no one can lie because it would be seen, it would be understood, and it would be clear to anyone that a person was offering falsehood. That has to come and is an essential part of the future of your world. So the school itself, the primary school in which the children are learning, how would you see that would look in the future? In, in a way, it's, it's very much desks and, and chairs at the moment. Would you see it in that way no. in the future? Very different. I think all of that could be put away. Of course, there might be times when it is necessary to use such furniture, of course. But the primary focus of attention should be on the individual and teaching them how to understand yourself. Now, that does not require a desk. It should not be a burden or a challenge to any child to investigate himself and his friends at school and to understand others and to come to some more precise and accurate appreciation of him himself. That does not require pencils and papers and desks. But it is essential. Are you saying that that you think the parents and the children and the teachers are ready for this change? I think your world is ready for a change, but I do not think your world has any concept of what I am talking about at this time, and it would have to be introduced and offered. Of course, there is much, much, much more to the content of what I am talking of, which would not be correct to list or discuss at this point. But it could very well be easily explained and offered to anyone who would be prepared to listen or to discuss this further. 
what we're saying then is we are moving the academic side of things aside and focusing much more on spiritual content and getting to know yourself. And developing the child in a balanced way. It is obvious because of the difficulties some children are expressing in primary schools with the increase in mental illness as a consequence of the present system. That is surely evidence for people to suggest that the present system does not work. It is not right. Your present academic system has been developed to maintain young children to grow and mature into the precise expectations of the order of your world to then provide income and fit within the particular needs of your society to maintain a financial structure as it is. This is the aim of your educational system, to prepare the young people to be fitting, working in the future, to achieve what is expected of them in a material society. That is not working. The laws of mankind are failing and causing destruction within your world. And the present disease pandemic is just another example of the imbalance and how and where everything is not working as it should. Man has to adopt the natural law to work his world in accordance with that law, not man's law. So there has to be a revolution in man's appreciation of his world, of himself, and of spirit, the science of spirit, and how his world should work. I I suppose I've got to ask you, why is balance so important? Because without balance, then there is chaos, there is destruction, there is negativity, there is illness, there is sickness. Within your world, your planet is dying. It will not die completely because there is a great deal of effort to ensure that this does not happen. And the great mind, God, is ensuring that events in the future which will change your world 
are to ensure that your planet is not destroyed. It left to mankind, then it would be completely destroyed, completely, and would become as barren as your moon, lifeless, soulless, nothing. But that is not to happen. And as I say, there are events to occur within your world which will ensure a future. And this civilization is to move into a future one, the sixth. You are in the fifth at this time. And there is to be major changes to ensure that your world goes forward. And a change in the approach to education is just one aspect which will change, will need to change. So that gives you a little, a little sample of what is to be. As we know, Erasmus, that parents really only want the child of theirs to be happy and they're not really looking for an Einstein, are they? No, indeed. What is more important? If the child grows up in a balanced world, in a sane world, and is fit, mature, able, then at a certain age, when they are ready, they will be more fitting to take on academic subjects for learning and growing even further as well-balanced, mature people, they will come into the world more fitting and more able to live a more fulfilled and happy existence. And may I also say Considering the rise in mental illnesses within your world in more recent times, that will change as well and will become something of the past. I'm not saying that people in the future will not be ill. It will be a lot less in quantity, a lot less. Really, our children is the seed for the future, isn't it, on this planet, would you say, Erasmus? It, they are the beginning of the change that you are Yes, indeed. About. And if you were to talk to a child and ask a child what they want, what they want to learn, what they want to discover in life, you will find that really academic subjects are not a priority. And that is very telling. Children identify with nature very well, with an interest in sound, with an interest in many, many aspects of natural things and the natural law. And it is man's responsibility to ensure 
the future health of young people, that they are not put under stress and the pressure of the present system of teaching, but they are allowed to develop in a natural way, in a spiritual way, according to the natural law and not man's law. Spirit often talked about the financial crash that I think we all believe Mm. is imminent at, Mm. at present. How then in the future will our children progress? What sort of things would they want to be able to learn in the future? Well, they will learn more about the science of spirit. They will learn, as I said before, how to understand themselves and other people. And people will go into professions in the same way as they do now, but exploring nature and life, perhaps with a different motive. There is not going to be the commercial financial structure maintained as it is at this time, if that is to go, so that people's incentive for learning and for developing, for researching and involving work is going to be very different. And it will be done because it will be required naturally, not because it is going to make someone particularly rich or to fulfill some purpose within a commercial enterprise. No. Work will be done because it will be required. It will be necessary. And in that way, there will not be the pressure or the stress that is imposed upon people at this time. This whole structure of life will be different. It will no longer be necessary for a person to work hard all hours to fulfill his means to pay for his home nor will there be stress and pressure to find sufficient funds to pay for energy costs. All of this is to change. And the burden on people's lives will be lifted as a new approach to life will come into being. Are we to say then the future for people is going to be round pegs for round holes? So people will be doing the sort of work that they will enjoy doing? Oh, yes. Because, you see, 
there is one basic, simple rule in spirit. There are some, but one particular rule of our lives ensures graciousness at all times. It is most important, and it is a basic value that all spirits understand and live by. And this must come to the earth. And it will do. It has been in some civilizations in your past, but it must return so that it would be understood it would be most ungracious to enforce anyone to do anything they did not wish to do. That would be most wrong. So the application of work and people's attention to work will be very different. People will work because they will wish to because they will see a need for this and they will want to join in and to share the responsibilities and the duties of their fellow man. Quite, quite different to the way it is now. May I say also that your future is to blossom into a wondrous new civilization full of colour and joy and understanding and will take you far away from the world that you live within at this time. Thank you, Rasmus. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we close? No, I think I have said all now. I th- think anything more will not be necessary and may be said at another time if there is any interest in what we are discussing now. Thank you, Rasmus. Thank you for allowing me to speak. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing centre based in Laxfield, Suffolk in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage www.erasmus-foundation.org or email us info at erasmus-foundation.org Thank you for listening.